Greetings, and welcome to Montessori in Action, a podcast for Montessori educators to remind you that you are not alone. I'm your host, Elizabeth Slade, and let's spend some time listening to what is in the hearts and on the minds of other Montessorians. Sankofa Montessori is a new charter public school in Georgia that just opened its doors this school year. Our episode this month features two of their five-member leadership team, Jasmine C., who is the manager of student culture and family engagement, and Chantel Cullick, who is the associate director of academics. This conversation explores their experience opening a public school as they share the school's vision and their commitment to fully implementing it. Welcome, Jasmine and Chantel. So happy to have you here. And I wonder if you would introduce yourself and share your role at Sankofa. My name is Chantel Chalich. I'm the Associate Director of Academics here at Sankofa Montessori. Part of my role is supporting and implementing the academic uh, the academic vision for Sankofa, uh, coaching, training, making sure the Montessori curriculum is fully implemented in the classrooms. Wonderful. Jasmine? My name is Jasmine C. I'm the manager of family engagement and student culture here at Sankofa, which has a lot of different buckets, but um, I am the uh, behavior lead. I am the lead in the Nautilus approach here at Sankofa, but I'm also the culture lead. So I try to maintain the joy and love, the values that we have in joy and love. I try to put those in the forefront, uh, make sure the kids are enjoying themselves. I also provide resources for families um, who, you know, need particular things to make sure that their students are successful here at the school. There's tons of buckets. There's tons of things. As we're launching in, you've mentioned a couple of things that are even part of your job. Would you share, Jasmine, what's the vision for Sankofa? On the most, the simplest, highest level is to nurture a life of purpose for the students. Now, Mm. that looks Mm. like so many, many, many different things. Um, But Sankofa is a particular school. Um, We're doing something kind of niche. We are the second uh, public Montessori elementary school in Georgia. So when we talk about nurturing a life of purpose, we're talking about exposing children to things that they may have never seen before, helping them to understand who they are, understand how they can be a successful member in society and what that looks like for them personally. Um, Yeah, there are tons of things to say about nurturing a life Mm -hmm. of purpose. But the ultimate goal, the ultimate goal is to make sure that they see who they are, figure out who they are Mm -hmm. and how to maximize that as they become adults, as they grow up, as they become proactive members of society. Mm -hmm. And Sankofa will eventually end at what age? At sixth grade. So right now um, we have kindergarten, first and second, kindergarten, Mm -hmm. first, second and third as we're enrolling for the upcoming school year. And we will um, add a grade level each year up until sixth grade. And um, we plan on um, pulling back to pre-K three and four to round out our primary space. The ultimate Sankofa vision, three years old to 12 years old. Mm-hmm. Yeah, figure mm-hmm. out who you are. Yeah. Nature your life of purpose. Chantel, anything you'd like to add to that? As Jasmine had stated, part of the, the most basic way of saying our vision is to nurture lives of purpose. And part of that is we try to create a joyful learning environment. Uh, we definitely have a, 
a specific population of children, um, low income, um, not a lot of access to resources or even access to a Montessori education. So we want to be able to create a joyful learning environment for our children. Uh, we want to encourage exploration and choice, uh, something that a lot of children have not had, just being able to be independent to make choices in the classroom. But we also want to have a strong family connection um, with mm -hmm. our children and their families. So engaging them meaningfully. Um, mm -hmm. We just had Hispanic Heritage Month and uh, our wonderful Jasmine <laughs> reached out to families. Uh, we had one parent who came in and did a merengue dance. Um, one family gave us some items. Uh, well, let us borrow. She didn't give us, but she let us borrow some items from mm. their hometown in Mexico to display around the school. So, um, so we definitely try to engage our families just to have, you know, more, more of those meaningful ties with our children. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Wonderful. So when we open the conversation, you introduce yourself and your role. And I'm wondering, and then we talked about the mission and I'm wondering specifically how each of, how you see each of your roles as fostering or supporting, um, the mission of Sankofa. Going back to where I talked about creating a joyful learning environment, we want to be able to, to create this learning environment so we can give our children the skills they need to become lifelong learners, but also just well-rounded adults and people as they grow up. So part of what I do um, is I coach the teachers through various coaching cycles. We have um, four classrooms currently, uh, three of them are going through training. Um, we have two lower elementary, one primary teacher that are all going through training. So even though they have their own coach um, with their training, you, of course, that, that's not enough for what they need coming into a public space. So they have their Montessori training, and then they also have to implement things, you know, the demands from the traditional side from the state. So I am here to bridge that gap with them. Um, navigating their identity with Montessori and also what we need to make sure we are meeting the demands of the state. Um, so that's making sure that they have all their materials ready, coming in and modeling a full morning work cycle and what it should look like. So you can teach two grade levels as well as small reading groups, um, but also just giving feedback in the moment, you know, make sure that you can talk to your co-educator that you know, if this is happening here, maybe you need to rearrange your environment. So this isn't occurring so often. So part of that learning environment is just making sure that I can go in and coach the teachers as often as possible. Mm -hmm. So your, your role is actually the mission, but for the adults, encouraging, creating a, a joyful learning environment for the adults. Yes. And it, and it was, it definitely was, um, a mindset shift that, um, well, thanks to you, Elizabeth, and um, the coaching training that was provided during the summer. Mm -hmm. Right. To see the community of learners as beyond just the children in the classroom. That, And Jasmine, you must have that same piece in the community of learners of families. You want to talk about your, your role and its connection to the mission? 
Absolutely. Um, so addressing the first part of the mission, the first piece of our mission is to provide a culturally responsive child and family centered Montessori education. Mm-hmm, right. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> um, and so I think in my role, I am able and I'm so grateful to be able to speak to both pieces of that. Um, the child centered leaning into um, our Nautilus approach, our restorative um, behavior system. Right. So. Talking about a child-centered approach, putting the child at the center of it, I think our not the use of Nautilus in Sankofa is instrumental to making sure that the child is the the front-facing character in any scenario, right? And so, with the use of Nautilus, you have deeply communicative, deeply um, understanding, deeply. empathetic and attempt to be empathetic restorative practices this is the type of things that make children that help you to understand children these practices help us as adults understand these children and it helps the children to understand each other and i think that's a really important piece of um what sankofa is doing and what sankofa might be doing differently than other schools are doing Mm -hmm. um and so not only myself, but we all, we all participate in the restorative practice mm-hmm. at Sankofa. And so uh, my job as lead is to make sure that I am supporting everybody in the understanding of this practice, understanding how to, um, how to engage a child where they mm-hmm. are, how to, uh, how to understand what their needs are and how to implement, um, you know, a pathway to getting their needs met. Mm-hmm. Right. And so, that's from a child perspective. Me in my culture role, uh, well, that's culture as well, but uh, me in my um, overall culture role, I am the uh, manager of the parent volunteers. Ah, it's my favorite thing mm-hmm. <laughs> because you learn so fast. So this is the um, family centered mm-hmm. piece. You learn so fast how much families want to be a part of the school especially founding families, especially this is because this is our very first year. You learn that they want to be a part and they want to have their voice heard. And that is what my ultimate goal, even prior to opening the school, um, to opening our building, to inviting children in for the first time, you know, you have to do the recruitment process. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's largely a piece of what I do. Uh, You have to do the recruitment process a year ahead Mm -hmm. of time if not more, ahead of time. And so it was in that time and in this current time that I learned that these parents are a wealth of knowledge and resources. And as a community, they can do more than we could ever imagine. If we can if we can get them all together, get everybody on the same, um, get everybody of the same mindset, uh, we can accomplish so, so, so much. And in that way, parents are able to be a part of the school. They're not just, you know, I just come in, I dibble dabble here and I have, you know, I help a little bit over here and I'll put some decorations up over here. It's let's have this conversation about what this looks like to you. Like when uh, Miss Chantil brought up the uh, Hispanic Heritage Month, um, it was it was the Latino. It was the um, families of Hispanic heritage that, you know, came to the forefront and they they offered their support. They lent their hands and. It's that type of community that I will continue to be building, but is kind of established now. Mm. And mm. so 
that it it adds a lot to the experience it adds a lot to the joy it adds a lot to the love aspect it adds a lot to the ownership that's one of our values as well ownership mm -hmm. and if the parents don't have that feeling they can't fully support right. they they often are not comfortable enough to support the school in full if they don't feel like they're a part of right. it and so when we talk about this child family centered education style um i think that is what we that's what we embody mm -hmm. personally for me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it's early days. It's week eight. I know you just last week was fall break. So uh, is it week eight, Elizabeth? I lost count. I did too. <laughs> we're just going. All right. We're just moving. All right. So we're in week whatever it is for Sankofa. Yeah. <laughs> early. 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 <laughs> Meaning yeah. that a couple months ago, people didn't know each other. Children didn't know each other. Children didn't know adults. Adults didn't know each other. Um, within the community, it was a brand new forming entity that is Sankofa, right? And so in terms of building culture and establishing um, procedures and routines and ways of being together, that has been the magic of the last couple of months as everybody's in the physical space after the year of talking about it and recruiting and having events to actually now be in the school space. And I wonder if, um, if either of you or both of you have a a story from from these first weeks is something that stands out for you. One setback that we were semi-prepared for, uh, we kind of expected it to happen, but we're hoping it wouldn't happen, was the construction on our building was not mm -hmm. ready for the mm -hmm. first day of school. Mm -hmm. um, in fact, it was not ready until the fourth week mm -hmm. of school. Mm -hmm. So um, the first three weeks of school, um, we had the... Um, unfortunate expense but it was actually very fun it was super uh, fun it though. was so <laughs> fun um we we had to schedule field trips for three weeks um one <laughs> Shani, of can i just can i just cut you off real absolutely quick? to anybody to anybody that is watching this and you are opening a school pivot is the name of the game okay it, it is that is all i have it 100 percent is and you, it is the name of the game. And if you don't do well with pivots, then you're just you're gonna have to <laughs> pray about it. Pray about it. <laughs> that too. Pivots have pray. to do that. Pivot, and pray. <laughs> pivot and pray. I'm gonna get it tattooed. So those first three weeks, we had field trips. Um, field trips we were fortunate yeah. enough. We had a really strong community relationship with. Um, gosh, what was her name? It was Miss Sarah at Lake Spivey Rec Center. Yeah. 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 Miss Kathy. Miss Kathy. Sorry, it was Miss Kathy. Kathy. Mm -hmm. Um, and so we were able to secure a lot of days at the recreational oh. center. <laughs> there were no a lot of days. No, a lot of days. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so mm -hmm. many of them. Um, and this we was, had this involved buses. This yeah, involved yeah. getting field trip permissions, permission all of it, forms. All of it. Um, it was fun though. We, <laughs> but we managed to have uh, people come in. We had a, a botan a botanist. I think is what oh she was. Oh God! Yeah. Um, we had a botanist come by. We had a um, a man who does his own like. Uh, does his own fitness thing, and so his he came. Fitness, we had he volunteered. Animals. Uh, he volunteered yeah. to come in. We had, uh, yeah, we had a the 
what the, the name of the people guy? that does the reptiles i don't the know reptile the reptile guys the reptile guy he came <laughs> yeah. in and That's i walked in and a bearded dragon had kissed my cheek <laughs> a lot <laughs> i hope you guys took a lot of pictures during this we oh, had we took tons. so many pictures and we then we tons. even took a field trip to the georgia aquarium oh nice and we also took a field trip to what's the name of that other one jasmine Spur uh the um. fern bank Children's Museum. That one to the Fern Bank. Mm. To the Fern Bank. Natural Thank history, you. <laughs> a natural museum, natural <laughs> history. <They know> it. <laughs> <laughs> but it was so neat. And then um uh at the it was at the Fern Bank, um, since I I don't know if they weren't bit that busy or anything, but they're like, Oh, y'all can just come and watch the movie for free. And so we just all went come and do movie, stuff. And it yeah. was just so amazing it was just so cool it was like watching nat geo on a 60 foot picture yeah it was really but neat. like you want to talk about a crash course in your students mm. <laughs> nothing will teach you more right. about children that you literally met today um than going on pretty much three weeks of field trips and excursions and things wow. you they knew those children all of us mm-hmm. all of us mm-hmm. knew the children like the back of our hands mm-hmm. come the first day we were in here and i think that is a major benefit like people look okay this is me being philosophical or whatever but <laughs> people look at the pivots that you have to make when you're doing this work and they see it lots of times they see it as a negative. Mm. They see it as this was hard. Oh my mm. gosh. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm never going to come out of this. Uh-uh. But if you like take two and a half steps back and see what actually happened, mm-hmm. you see the way that these children got to know each other because, you know, t- I won't call it tough times. I won't call it tough times because that's not what the children experienced. Right. And that's the ultimate goal. They didn't experience a tough time. It was tough for us. Mm -hmm. Uh, It was unexpected. But tough times, Mm -hmm. unexpected, Mm -hmm. that's good. That's good. Unexpected times bring you together. And so it's like the guides came together. Mm. The co-eds came together. They learned their students. They got to know each other. Mm -hmm. They got to, we as a leadership team got to know each other Mm -hmm. very, very well because it was, there was more stories. It's every day Mm -hmm. coming together at the end of the day Mm -hmm. as a leadership team coming together. Okay. How did this go? Mm-hmm. Okay. Did we? Should we try this? Maybe not. And it's every day. And it's like if that's what it takes. Mm-hmm. Now we know. Now we know mm-hmm. that this might be what it takes. Up until a point, we're growing. Mm-hmm. We're building. Mm-hmm. So until we get there, we're talking. Yeah. We're building these relationships. We're we're having these conversations because we have to for these children for them to keep on coming in, for them to keep smiling, mm-hmm. for them to keep enjoying what they have to do. There are things you have to do on the back end. This is for anybody opening a school. There are things you have to do. Okay. <laughs> Just if you thought I'm it was so all serious. kicking back and relaxing. Please. This is the please, podcast I hope to you wake you up. That. Yeah. Oh, please. Let, let me tell, I tell you yeah. what, I mean, so those first three weeks, you know, it was just field trips and, um, but it was it was pivoting day by day, even hour by hour. Jasmine and I were just talking about this before we hopped on here. It was just like immediate pivots. We couldn't even plan a week or even a month in advance for things that we had on our academic calendar mm-hmm. because we were we were in survival mode. Mm-hmm. Basically, we're mm-hmm. just trying to like just make sure like we're doing what we're supposed to do and just stay afloat. Make sure we're you know we have all these things planned for our children and we're keeping our families returning. So even going into the school building on week four, 
I mean, it's not like normalization happens automatically because mm-hmm. you're in a building. It mm-hmm. still was mm-hmm. going from children were starting to settle in to this routine at the rec center. Yeah. But now you put them in a whole new space in mm-hmm. mm-hmm. a whole new school. And it, we had to literally reteach the wheel again with routines mm-hmm. and procedures mm-hmm. and now going into like circle time these are the materials this is what you do this is what you don't mm-hmm. do it was so it's literally starting from scratch mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so you had two starts to your school year you had the double header basically yes yeah. yes mm-hmm. absolutely yeah so you mentioned your leadership team can you tell besides the two of you what is who what what people make and roles make up the Sankofa leadership team? Sure. Uh, well, our dearest Sarah Harvey, who is our executive director, she she's the, the magical person who spent two years writing the charter, getting our uh, board of directors, doing all the recruitment. Um, Smiling. But not... not. <laughs> Um, the hiring and the, the whatnot. So, um, uh, she's not here with us though. She is on maternity leave with her brand new baby. Um, um, Rashonda Barnes is our director of student supports and services. So she oversees, um, 504 plans, IEP plans, intervention plans, and, um, just supporting children in their academics. And then we have Miss Asada Hatch, who is our associate director of operations, um, if you need knowledge on something in the handbook, she knows every single page number. <laughs> That's an ops and person for you. Yes, yes. She is operations to the core, mm-hmm. okay? And, and if it's one thing, it's d- don't, don't mess with her, her systems. Don't mess with her systems at all. So, mm-hmm. Well, and I'm sure she, was, like pretty, we like she was pretty crucial in those first weeks of having to pivot, right? <laughs> Absolutely. God, she's like a superhero or something. Yeah. It, was, it was crazy. Mm-hmm. I was like, I've never seen anything like this. She was incredible. She was incredible. Mm-hmm. Mm. And um, the five of you didn't know each other before starting Sankofa. You're... Mm-mm. You met each other one, one by one, and these are new one collegial relationships yeah. between yeah, between all actually. of you. I know, doesn't it seem like you've been working together forever? I didn't even think about that. Right, yeah, but, I didn't even you know, think about that. It's a funny story because um, I believe I was the first one that met Sarah, and I met her through a Facebook group. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so um, while she was writing the charter, I had just been talking to her off and on, um, until she submitted and got the charter approved. And she had just simply reached out in a Facebook group. It was a Montessori group. Um, she's like, if this school has started up, what role would you be interested in? And I just filled it out just for the, you know, giggles of it. And I'm like, I like to see what I'm qualified for occasionally. And she asked for a meeting with me. And I'm like, I like your vision. I like where you're going with this. Mm-hmm. And so like a year and a half later, I uprooted me and my kids from Dallas, Texas to Atlanta, Georgia. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. here we are. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be honest. I don't know if I knew that. I don't know if I knew that you knew her from long, long ago. (laughs) Yeah. So we did not meet each other in person for the first time until this past April. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my yeah. god. <laughs> yeah, and, and these numbers are rocking was, my mind. We joke often we're like it's like online dating. We were just like <laughs> right, the, the virtual year world. And a half. 
Right. And yeah. Jasmine, you, you came on sooner. You were part of the developing did, the yeah. community portion. Mm-hmm. My year was, um, I think it was on October 3rd. Mm. <laughs> it's October 3rd. Mm. Anyway, uh, yeah, my year was on October 3rd. So I stumbled. I don't even remember what the question was, Elizabeth, but I'll <laughs> talk about how I got Great. here. Um, I stumbled. I was, um, so I left my job as a guide. I was a, um, toddler Montessori guide. And I made the decision to leave the classroom because I had thoughts and I had ideas that I didn't think I could make real in the classroom. So I thought I needed to try something different, try something bigger. Um, I job searched for a while. You know, kind of you step out on faith mm-hmm. and you just kind of be like, mm-hmm. I know that this is not the thing. So let me just go. Whoo. It's a big, it's, it's big. Um, so it was going not great. It was interview, rejection. Uh, yes, let's make it to this point. Oh, okay. You get to the final interview process. Oh, y'all are, okay, this might be a scam. Interesting. Um, <laughs> and then, so you just kind of go about, you go about. And, you know, I was getting a little dejected. And I think I was just on, I don't even remember what I was on. That's how random this was. I don't remember if it was LinkedIn because I really don't think it was. It was like something so random. But I saw Sankofa Montessori and it was for um, student culture is initially what it Mm. was. And I was like, now that sounds like where my vision aligns Mm -hmm. a little bit. And so this was me panicking. I freaked out. I was on my computer. It was the afternoon. I freaked out. I called her. I just didn't do anything. I just called mm. and she didn't answer. And I was like, okay, this is the sign. It's another rejection. It's fine. But then she called me back. <laughs> <laughs> and so ever since then, well, I did my interviews and it was, it was amazing. Mm. It's just been, it's been a learning experience every single step of the, every single step of the way mm-hmm. <laughs> it has been a learning experience but it has been maybe the greatest experience ever because it has made me so um powerful mm. i'll just call it that it made me very strong in my personhood and made me very um confident in my abilities mm-hmm. and in my skills mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. well your so, your, yeah. your whole journey of arrival is based on pivot and prayer and isn't that and, and isn't that the skill you most have needed in these first days? You gotta weeks. add that to the resume, right? God, I'm putting it right <laughs> here on the arm, baby. <laughs> oh, it has but been yeah, you're lovely so right. chatting with the two of you about this. As you know, Sarah Harvey was on the podcast as she was dreaming this up, and so it was great to have the Sankofa team back now to let us know you've started and you're actually in a building now which is just a, Doing a remarkable thing as a school <laughs> yes and so we're in you know week whatever <laughs> and as of this morning you know we came back from fall break and as usual coming back from any long vacation children are you know they're kind of so crazy um but before they need to readjust but uh we had only had one incident. Mm. Uh, we had no meltdowns. Mm. It was a very, very smooth day. No big feelings, right? Just like moving, moving right in. It was back it was to it. 
that's a build. Mm-hmm. That, that's a win yes, and that's yes. a build. And Shani yes. and I were, I mean, sorry, Chantel and I were um, talking about how she brought up, um, oh, what were we just saying that we... Oh, uh, some wins. We were talking about the wins, but we were saying, oh... With our kids children? Day, it's, we were saying that we um, we go day by day. Oh, and yeah. at a certain point, it was hour by hour. Mm-hmm. And it occurred to me just now when we were having that conversation that, like, whatever week it is... I think we could officially say we don't do that. That's anymore. right. We don't. You're out of survival it's mode. It's not a daily catch. We're yes, out of it, yes. and it's like to understand that we are out of yes. it. You don't know that you're out of it until you take two steps back and look at it, and you're mm-hmm. like, "We just sat here all day. Mm-hmm. We yeah. sat in this office all day and did our mm-hmm. work. Yes, mm. crazy times. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Crazy times. <laughs> I love Wonderful. it. Wonderful. Wonderful. Is there anything else you want to add before we close up? Um, you know, uh, you know, as crazy as it was starting out the school year, um, Jasmine and I were discussing some of the wins that we've seen. And the one that I can speak thoroughly about is uh, we had one one primary teacher, had one key child, not very verbal, um, doesn't communicate almost at all, um, but he's also a runner. And Big runner. Yes. Super <laughs> yes. fast. <laughs> Unnecessarily strong for a five-year-old, let me tell you. <laughs> but just before we left for fall break, I had a, a one-on-one meeting with his teacher. And she said he was in the classroom all morning. Like, he wasn't, like, running around or annoying people. Like, he he did a puzzle. And he also sat for a small reading group with some of the sandpaper letters. The whole morning. Mm. And we cried. Mm-hmm. Uh, like just mm-hmm. tears of happiness. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you did that. Mm-hmm. You made that change. I'm like, you did that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We've had a couple of those too. And it really is, it just kind of shifts your spirit. It'll just shift everything mm-hmm. for like, like when I found that information out and there was another student who kind of essentially had the same situation he was a runner but he focused and he stayed in his classroom all day he got presented multiple lessons it just it makes so many things go away like it just takes Mm -hmm. so many other things from your mind and you see it and you're like this is this is the Mm -hmm. why this is the why for Mm -hmm. sure yeah big sigh i'm a cry why you're all Mm -hmm. doing the big work Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. Is providing those joyful learning environments for children to be lifelong learners. Thank you both so much for being on the podcast. Appreciate your time. Oh, absolutely, Elizabeth. Thank you. Thank you so much. Our show is a project of Public Montessori in Action, elevating voices in the community to forward the mission. Our host is Elizabeth Slade. Our producer is Isaac Price Slade. If you enjoyed this episode, consider subscribing and sharing it with others. You can find us wherever you get your podcasts.